0: trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at spearrocketva.com and find out how we can make your life easier. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. My name is Gianna and I forgot to ask how to pronounce your last name. So give give me a shot at it. Corey Talaska. You did it. That's right. Welcome to the show, girl. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. I told Corey, if you're watching instead of listening, I was like, Corey, you've got this awesome setup. You kind of look like, and in the best way, like a villainous woman. That's like turning around in her chair and she's like, I've been expecting you. So that's a picture for you. I don't know what will, um, but Corey, thank you so much for joining. Excited to uh, pick your brain and hear what makes your, your world go around your business
1: thrive. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I have
0: been in real estate
1: now for eight years. Um, I started at a, a small boutique brokerage um, and I knew that I wanted to, at some point, get out of my own backyard and be able to, um, I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I should probably tell you guys that. So uh, we don't have very long um, summers here. <laughs> so it's it's cold, yeah. I feel like six months out of the year. So my whole plan is to try and be also licensed in a warm state um, and get out of here. So what- Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I am currently working on my license in Florida. So that's part of the plan. And another
0: benefit of being at EXP, right? Multiple states, one cap, a a song for another time, but just throwing that out there. Yes. No, that's one of the best
1: things. I mean, there's a lot of them, but that's one of them. Um, But yeah, so Mm -hmm. being in for eight years, I've been with EXP now for four years. And you know it's crazy because as soon as I switched over to EXP Realty, my volume just first it doubled and then it tripled, and I think it just like people could just see how much happier I was at a brokerage that's truly agent obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, they really obviously take very well care of us, you know, hence the Icon program. Um, but Behind the scenes, I have two licensed assistants and a virtual assistant that completely helped me keep my business in order. Um, but I work a lot now with uh, my sphere of influence and then prior clients and referrals. So, I mean, that's kind of where most of my business comes from. But mm-hmm. then there's also, you know, the power of social media. And just like today, I had somebody reach out to me and just say, hey, I've seen your success. I've watched you. And I, I have somebody that's looking to buy a home Um, Would you mind giving them a call later today? You know, so that's just kind of, you know, I think people can just see the difference, you know, when you're not happy, you don't realize it, but other people do, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: especially when there's such a, a big change in everything, like, especially in your career. And now you're much happier and you're, you know, you know, your potential, right. And sometimes you're being held back where you are, you know, so, It was a very big decision for me to move, but the best decision that I think I've ever made so far uh, was to join eXp Realty and I can't even, I can't say enough good things about it, but um, so now it's just a lot working with my sphere of influence, a lot of prior clients, you know, kind of repeat customers because I'm on my eighth year. So a lot of those first ones are coming around saying, Hey, we want to change
0: yeah, things like that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so Corey, um, it, we love, we love a repeat business, but, um, tell me a little bit about that introduction to exp, right? So, um, were you skeptical of it at first? How did that transition go for you? How'd you break up with your broker? Um, what was your thought process? Just kind of give us a, a little behind the scenes on that.
1: Yeah. So this is a good story. Um, I am very thankful for one of my business partners here in Milwaukee, uh, Jesse Garcia and Lisa Marie mm-hmm. Franco Garcia. I call Jesse my favorite stalker <laughs> because he had been trying to reach out to me for probably about four months on Facebook. And finally I answered a phone call and I, I really definitely blew him off. Um, I'll tell you <laughs> super straight, straight up. And he's very well aware of that. Um, but I, you know, I answered a phone call cause I was actually in the middle of doing a, a food drive mm-hmm. and I grabbed the call and, you know, he's like, Hey Corey, this is Jesse Garcia. I'm glad I got you on the phone. And I hear I am like shit, you know, like, sorry, I swear. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm like, okay, well, and I had to get off the phone cause I was literally in the middle of doing some lunch deliveries. And, um, so I just kind of, I booked an appointment to sit down and meet with him, you know, just kind of honestly to get him off the phone. And, I went to that meeting and I was already in a place where I wasn't very happy at the moment at my current brokerage. And so he caught me at the right time. You know, Mm -hmm. I I knew I was ready for a change. I just didn't know if it was going to be, hey, am I going to start my own brokerage? You know, am I going to do that route? I knew I didn't want to go to a franchise, but I also had never heard of eXp Realty at that point. And it turns out that my business partners were the very first ones in with EXP in Wisconsin. So we they were pretty brand new to Wisconsin. That's why I probably never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I sat down with him and he kind of, you know, gave me the spiel on EXP. And he said, you know, I've kind of been watching you. I can see, you know, your production, you, your, your potential. Uh, you just you seem like you really want to do more than just be here in Milwaukee. And he was right. He absolutely was right. He did his homework and he knew exactly what I was kind of thinking, which I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't know how you figured that wow, out. somebody pays attention oh, to me. Oh. Right. right. So um, honestly, as soon as I heard everything that it had to offer, there was, I wasn't skeptical at all. They had done their homework because they came from a small brokerage themselves. And it turned out that they literally did all the homework that I was going to do anyways. So it was kind of like, the hard work was done for me. Mm-hmm. And having somebody, you know, come to me and talk to me about everything that all the opportunities that are there with EXP, I was just like, well, you know, like they say, you can't unhear it when you hear it. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is a no brainer, you know, this absolutely helped me with my decision. And I think I, I had to, you know, obviously try and get up the nerve to talk to my broker, which wasn't an easy transition. Um, at all. She was somebody that was very, very close to me. And unfortunately, when I told her that I was making this decision, a business decision completely, nothing personal against her, it was taken in a very personal manner. And basically, my entire um, database and everything was completely wiped out. And I had to start over fresh with everything. You know, unfortunately, I made that mistake of thinking that somebody wouldn't do those things to me, you know, somebody that you think yeah. is so close to you that they, Oh, they're not going to go and, you know, delete my email or something like that, but it happened and it's okay. You know, I got through it and thankfully I'm, I'm an old school person and write down a lot of things. So I had all my clients written down in a notebook and, you know, thankful for the internet. It was very easy for me to find all their information and, kind of pick up where I left off, but it was a a tough, tough transition. I had three months of no activity. I mean, working like crazy, but no closings or anything, just trying to get back on my feet, rebrand myself, um, You know, learn all the systems that eXp has to offer. And my last year with the other brokerage I had done, so I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, our price points aren't that amazing. Um, It's a little bit more of a hustle here. Um, right now my average sales price is about $260,000 and that's, you know, it's a little bit on the higher end. I mean, there are mm-hmm. better ones I'm getting. Definitely that's increasing. Um, but I, I, had only sold 4 million in volume at the other brokerage, you know? So, I mean, I knew that I had the potential. I just didn't have the right platform, you know? So I, in my first year I had, nine months of, of production and I hit right. 7, 7 million in that, in awesome. that time, I was actually only a couple deals short of icon on that first time. And I, I was, that. Oh, okay. Well, transactions. Yes. Yes. So I was like, that's okay. I know next time I'm going to get it, you know? And right. so as, as everything, I started to get more comfortable with everything and learning, you know, more about the systems and everything with the KV core and getting all of my information, you know, streamed in through there. It started to get into a flow. And like I said, people could see it, you know, like they knew something was different, you know, and and I have more and more friends even reach out to me and say, hey, I've been thinking about doing real estate. You know, I would I see that you're really, you know, happy with where you're at, you know, you're traveling because my first year I did go So I joined in December, and then that following June, I went to my first event, which was the shareholder event. Yes. And, you know, that just really opened my eyes to what we really have here at eXp. And I'll never go back, you know. So people could see, okay, she's traveling. She's having fun. Is this work? Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like work, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's what everybody tells me, yes. Yeah, Yeah. but I think that's, you know, another part of it that's... I don't know. You just, you can't replicate that, you know? So it's like, I don't even, when I go to these, these events, I don't even think of them as, you know, a work event or something. It's literally like a vacation, but with the biggest family ever, you know, because that's another thing I love about eXp is just the camaraderie and just how everyone is so available and willing to help you grow. Yes. You know, so, um my you know my second year with EXP I hit I think it was about 12 million or 10 million maybe and then my third year was 12 million and last year I did 15 million so it just awesome. keeps on growing and I'm a single agent so I'm not on a team or anything mm-hmm. like that um my partners and I we absolutely kind of Work as a team, and we make sure that all of our, you know, our agents that are in our organization and everything, that they're very well taken care of. Um, so, in my second year, when I hit Icon, I chose to be a mentor, which I actually wanted to be a mentor anyways. I knew that I wanted to help people, especially knowing that a lot of my friends were interested in getting their mm-hmm. license. I wanted to be the one that was going to help them, and I knew that that would be more comforting to them, also. So. Um, not only do they have one mentor, they usually have about three mentors, you know, because we kind of all help each other because we know it's, it gets overwhelming. You know, we're only one person and it's nice for your mentees to have three or four agents that they can count on. So that's a huge part of it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, that I really love. And so like, I just kind of, Jesse actually knows my numbers usually more than I do. Like I said, he's my favorite stalker. Um, so, you know, he sent me, you know, a link yesterday that showed me that in the last 24 months, you know, I'm at over 25 million in sales, 93 transactions, you know, and I used to be primarily a buyer's agent. Mm -hmm. We all kind of know the sweet spot is with listings. So, and now I have balanced it out. It's almost 50, 50, it's real close. So it's the growth is, it's really cool to see. And I know that like people in my family my friends, my network, they can see it. And I think that that's where they get some inspiration too, you know, whether I realized it or not, you know, people were looking up to me and saying, well, look at, this is really looks like a great place to be, you know? So that's one thing is I just, I love to share the opportunity with people anytime I can, you know, and I think that's really a fun part about it too.
0: Yes, Corey. And, um, you know, you, you've mentioned Jesse a couple times as your stalker, so blink twice if you need help. But, um,
1: <laughs> so right.
0: just uh, picking up that that hint there. No, that's really cool to have people that are so involved with your business and they really care about you. And um, Corey, we're gonna backtrack a little bit because, like. Uh, you've done awesome. You've hit all my questions and I haven't had to I that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be sorry, but you've answered all my questions and I haven't even had to guide you. So I am going to finish out. Um, we're going to finish out talking about the Icon Award because we've already gotten into production. But then we're going to go back to work-life balance just a little bit. Okay. But anyway, Corey, um, so that production, about how many houses does it take in your market to cap for you, to sell to cap? I would say probably about 30. Okay. And mm-hmm. then 20 transactions after that? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so that's a lot different market than uh, like California and Florida. Yeah. And so then uh, beyond that, Corey, there is a cultural commitment when it comes to being an icon agent. So you've got to be a mentor, coach, um, teacher, whatever that looks like to you. So what is your cultural commitment and
1: why? So I chose to do like the mentor program, mm-hmm. which um, which I love. You know, I think it's it's so awesome to be able to. You know, bring somebody in, and that they trust you. You know, basically to handhold them throughout things. And even though it's you know supposed to be a mentor for their only the first three transactions, we're there the whole time. We don't go away. Um, and I know as a new agent, it's scary. This is the biggest you know purchase of many people's lives, or sale, and it shouldn't be taken lightly. So, I think that's why I really chose to to do the mentor program. And just to be able to make sure people are comfortable with everything and, you know, it can be a little overwhelming with the systems when you go to anything new, right? It's a huge learning curve and you have to adapt to it. And I think it's just, it's important for them to know that, hey, we're here, we're here to help you, you know, don't ever hesitate about reaching out if you have any questions, you know, because, And I like to also make sure that they learn from my mistakes that I've made, you know, like don't do this. (laughs) Okay. Learn that the hard way. Don't do that. Um, So I think that that was, it was kind of a no brainer to me that I wanted to do that as my option for the icon.
0: Absolutely. And then Corey, um, you know, being an icon agent comes with a lot of benefits, right? So you, um, get to go to shareholders and expcon for a little bit of stock back. You get, uh, your cat back in stock, you get a big glass, shiny trophy. So, um, why do you keep setting icon on a list of standards for you? Why do you strive to achieve that every year? What's your favorite part?
1: So I think, I mean, I would be lying if I didn't say that the shares and the payback is probably my favorite part because, I mean, Mm -hmm. who wouldn't want a brokerage to actually pay you to work for them, right? Um, So a lot of people say, you know, a lot of these other brokerages don't have full caps or reward you in ways like this, or like, you can keep your $25 Starbucks gift card. I don't want it, you know. know, I don't want to pay for my own plaque. I don't want to pay for my own pat on the back. Yeah, so... I don't, I just, I think it's just such an awesome opportunity for agents. And like my first year, like how I said, I had just missed it by a couple deals. And I was, you know, not frustrated, but a little bit in myself, like you could have done this, you know, you just needed like two more deals, you know, but then what the crazy thing was is the next year I hit it naturally. I honestly didn't even have to push myself. Like I thought I would have to, you know, I, I capped early. And then I still had like four months, you know, left of production at a hundred percent commission, which is another amazing thing, you know, so it was, it's just kind of happening naturally now. And, you know, cause I am spending a lot of time helping new agents too, which does take away from your production. Absolutely. You know, cause I'm spending more time helping, but um, it's, it's just, like I said, I think I capped this year in I want to say May. So you know, now I have until December to finish up here. So, you know, I've got plenty of time, you know, which
0: yeah. I love. Yeah, absolutely. Plenty of time to step back and, um, look at your business as a whole, not have to worry so much as a, you know, pr- production, 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 yeah. you know, getting back, mentoring, all things that, that go into it. And, um, you know, we're going to talk too about big mistakes to avoid. That's one of the questions I like to ask, but we're jumping all over the place. So first we're going to go Back a little bit, Corey. About you, more. Um, you know, you've told us awesome things about EXP, but we want to know about Corey Telaska. Alaska. Okay, yeah. who are you? Why? Where do you draw the line between work and play? That work-life balance. How do you strive to achieve that, or at least keep yourself recharged and uh, avoiding burnout mode? It's tough. It is. It's it is tough, and I think that's why you have to know
1: when to start to source things out, right? Like mm-hmm. that's why it was like, okay, I need I need help. Um, I can't keep my sanity and keep doing this production without having assistance. And that's when, you know, I decided I need a licensed assistant, you know, can't just be somebody that can only do certain things. I want somebody that's able to do, you know, contracts. If I'm out on showings, Hey, can you start an offer for me? You know, so I think that really helped me. And the hardest part with that was letting go and trusting, you know, it, it took me Probably well over two years to really let go more. And, and don't get me wrong, I still check my email nonstop all day, every day. I'm very um, hands on still with with my assistants too, and because I don't ever want to be that agent that like the buyers or the sellers are like, "Well, where's Corey? Why am I always talking to these people?" You know, so I don't ever want that to happen because I actually was in that role in the past. I was a licensed assistant just five years ago. You know, mm-hmm. so. I just I think that that's important to start to outsource things, you know. Once you, because you can't do it all. We can't do it alone. And I think that's where a lot of people make a mistake is by thinking, oh, I can do this by myself. I don't, I don't need help. Well, okay, that that might work for some people, but I also want to have some kind of a life.
0: You know, I want to. Yeah. What do you work to make money for? Right? It's to spend it.
1: Yeah. So I want to be able to go and do things and be able to go to these events and, you know, shut off from what's happening at home for the most part. Um, So I think that that was huge for me to really get more comfortable with having people helping me. Um, And then, you know, and drawing that line also with your clients is important because if you let them message you at 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, they will, you know, if you start to allow it it'll, it'll happen. So I think it's important to set those boundaries also with your clients and then also for yourself to make sure that you're not getting burnt out. Cause that can happen really easily.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, um, Corey, you know, we've talked a lot about leveraging and delegating tasks here and how it's helped you grow. Um, so do you have virtual assistants at all? Yes,
1: I have okay. um, one virtual assistant, honestly, my licensed assistants use her more than I do. So it's kind of like they have an assistant, awesome, but that's
0: like a, a waterfall of leverage, right? So what kind of tasks are you using, you know, your licensed assistants for and what are they using, you know, your VA for that is the taking stuff off your plate. And like, how is that helping you bring more business in? How have you seen the positive effects of that?
1: Yeah. So all the admin work has kind of been taken off of my back, you know, like putting everything in Sky Slope and I'm like doing the follow ups after we close, you know, getting the reviews and, you know, just taking care of all that stuff that I, I'm not saying that I don't have time for, but I just have to prioritize those things, you know. So um, I think it's important that they do those things and keep my KV core updated, you know, stuff like that. Um, Whether it's something as simple as needing them to run and do some showings for me or, you know, drop off a lockbox, just Mm -hmm. things that really can take up a lot of time, you know, but also then take away from my productivity or, you know, my if I need to have a social life or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. so I just feel like it's just it's important to delegate those things. And it helps a lot. Absolutely. Because I wouldn't be where I'm at without
0: them. Absolutely. I love that, Corey. And um, you know that, that delegation and that leverage is important to getting to the kind of production that Corey's at right now. And now let's jump back to where we were. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is fun. Um, you're doing an awesome job. So it's, it's best when uh, it goes just conversationally versus you know, scripts, so I love this. Um, so Corey, you know, if somebody were to come up to you and they're like, hey, Corey, you know, this is my first year with EXP, whether they're a rookie or they've been in the game for a while, but they see this big, shiny, awesome icon award. Everybody that's got this icon award is killing it. They're the best in the game, top 2%. I want to shoot for that icon award in my first year. Is that possible? What's some advice for them or some major mistakes for them to avoid?
1: So my advice to them would be is to get some systems in place. Um, Don't be afraid to start off with a transaction coordinator that EXP Mm -hmm. offers. I feel like, because I did start with that and it helped a lot in the beginning, because it's like you're, you know, you, you work all day, you're doing showings, you're doing listings, you come home at night, and you're jumping on Skyslope, and you're doing all this admin stuff for hours, you know, so you're really taking away completely from your own time. So I think time management is very important, um, you know, to kind of try and you have to treat it like it's a business, not, you know, like, okay, well, this is great. You know, I, I can work from home. I can sleep till whenever I want. Yes. Don't get me wrong. You can do that if you want to, you know, but you have to treat it like a business. And that's really important in the beginning mm-hmm. is to kind of get in those, um, almost, you know, into the habit of making sure, okay, when I wake up, you know, I'm going to kind of touch base with my prior clients or, you know, whatever whatever it is that you're trying to do at that point, you know, and get your name out there. Because I think my biggest mistake when I started in real estate was I didn't advertise myself enough. So people thought I was still Corey Talaska, who works at Children's Hospital in pediatric surgery, you know. So I would I would see friends sell houses or something. And I'd be like, hey, why didn't you call me? They'd be like, well, I didn't know you were in real estate. And I'm like, that was my secret agent. Yep. That was my mistake. You know, so I knew I needed to get uncomfortable with marketing myself and talking about what I do because the job I had prior, you know, like I said, it was in healthcare. I worked in surgery. So I just saw my, my OR staff and, you know, it was very different. So I had to really kind of step out of that comfort zone and the comfort clothes and scrubs and, you know, start to take a whole different role And then learn that structure, you know, being an independent contractor, you know, it's really, I think, important to figure that out quick, you know, Mm -hmm. and what's the best way to get my name out there. And social media, I think, is such a blessing when it comes to that. It it makes it pretty easy.
0: Absolutely. It's it's been, um, you know, social media is a free like asset. You know, you can find social media managers, especially virtual assistant wise for crazy cheap crazy budget friendly um because for what you can pay i used to be a social media manager here in the states and what you could pay a virtual assistant for the whole month of 40 hours a week i was charging per week if not per set of posts. So, um, you know, it's, it's important to leverage that out, especially as a business owner, especially somebody just getting into the game. So that's, those are some great points that you shared, Corey. And, um, my next question is going to be, were you ever skeptical of eXp when it was first introduced to you, especially by your stalker? (laughs) Um,
1: no, not for a second. As soon as he started explaining this stuff to me and all the opportunities and, just how I could grow my own business and step out of my own backyard, you know, and get out of Wisconsin. I was like, okay, so now I don't have to go and work for a whole nother brokerage somewhere else and learn everything they want to do and pay their fees and pay EXP fees different. It was all under one umbrella, which was super important to me. And then, you know, and then how they just honestly got better and better and rolled out healthcare and stuff like that for us. It was just a big, there was nothing to be skeptical about, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It was just like, okay, a lot of people think, oh, it's too good to be true or, you know, all these things. No, it's real. (laughs) You know, the, the stock and everything is real. It's there. You know, I've been able to pull from my stock and do investments and, you know, things that I never thought I would ever be able to do. I know I wouldn't have been able to do it where I was Mm -hmm. before.
0: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So no,
1: no skeptical, moments. No skepticism there. But that doesn't
0: mean there's not skepticism about eXp, right? So for somebody that's watching right now and they're like, man, eXp sounds too good to be true. This is exciting. I see the greener grass, but man, my broker says they're a pyramid scheme. They're a cult. I'm kind of nervous to break up with my broker and move, but it may be the best decision for my business. What should I do? Uh, What's some some advice you have to give to them to kind of get them to make that leap a little bit sooner and go for it? so i think it's like if
1: you're that comfortable where you're at that means you're not growing right Mm -hmm. so sometimes you just really have to step out of that comfort zone and even though it's really scary um like i said my old broker was like a sister to me and i don't even talk to her she cut me out completely you know so it's like i never thought that would ever happen but you know what Mm -hmm. it's one of the best things that ever happened to me and i'm grateful that i was you know i really took that leap of faith And I think that's important. It's like if you really want to grow your business and you kind of feel like you're stagnant, like what's happening? You know, I'm kind of just at this level and I'm not growing. So it's I think it's just important to always be open, open minded Mm -hmm. and willing to grow. Because I think a lot of people just get too comfortable and then they're afraid to make that move when it could be the biggest change of their life, you know, financially, Mm -hmm. mentally, everything, you know, so. I think it was just, and sometimes you need someone to stalk you and tell you, Hey, just (laughs) take a look, you know, like you deserve this, you know, like I can see the potential in you. And even if it's not for you, just take a look at it, you know, and, and be open-minded and, you know, once a lot of people, it's once you hear it, you can't unhear it because it is real and, you know and the, the stock is real. I've been able to do, you know, so many things that I never thought I'd be able to do and, you know, help support my family, which is super important to me, you know, so and I legacy. never would have been able to do that before where I was at ever.
0: Absolutely. And Corey, yeah. you're going to be in Vegas for ExpCon. Oh yeah. Yep. I wouldn't awesome.
1: miss it for the world. I mean, last year with DJ Jazzy Jeff and, and everything, I was like, nope, that's, that's a it's good happening time.
0: every year. It's like a big old family sure. reunion out there. Um, well, that's awesome. You know, Corey talked a little bit about how she f- has VAs and um, Sphere Rock is actually the number one VA service here. So definitely make sure to check them out. They are going to be honest with you. They're going to tell you whether or not you need a VA, if it's going to help your business. But as you've recognized from these podcasts, you know, almost every agent I talk to has leveraged that out with a virtual assistant, thus helping them get to this production. You have to spend money to make money. So make a free appointment. It's free consultation and the boys uh, the sales reps will literally tell you if a BA is not for you right now we are not going to sell you one and right. uh, if you guys have questions about exp reach out to Corey right um ask her questions do your research straight from the source see how she went through that transition and maybe you know coaching progress or mentorship or if her upline is the right upline for you ask your questions all you know the answer is always no or the answer is always negative unless you ask yeah so um it out do your research Corey, i'm excited to see you in vegas is there anything you'd like to leave the listeners with as we wrap it up today
1: um i would just say i feel like you know people are so afraid to make changes and just don't be if it scares you then it's it's probably a good thing you know when it comes to something like this it's like once you get so comfortable and in that routine it's almost like groundhog day you don't want to do that you know and you believe in yourself, you know, like you can always do more and, and be better, you know, so always be willing to grow and learn and be coachable. I think that's one of the most important parts is, you know, always be open to learning and I will, I'm dedicated to learning every day, you know, and I always want to be that way. So I think that's just a really important um, trait to have, you know, and step out of your
0: comfort zone. That's right. That's right. Make the leap of faith. Ask your questions, do your research, because it's not a matter of if you come over to eXp, it's when. Corey, super excited to see you in Vegas. Thank you so much for your time today, girlfriend. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your
1: day. I appreciate you.
0: You too. Bye-bye. Bye.